one man, two syllables, infinite contributions. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Duke. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Thank you, Sylvia, for that wonderful introduction, as always. Once again, though, I have to correct you. Uh, that would be the award-winning Hashtag Getting, the greatest podcast in all of higher education. We, we know that. Uh, <laughs> Are we going to have to get her to record uh, to We may, record need, we may need yeah, to. We may need to. At some point. To. I mean, just because it's getting tiresome. Our, our, our guest here this. today did point out that it, he knew it was the best Oh, podcast in all higher education. All he, higher put education. It, he put it in an email. Really? It's official. Well, good. Yeah. Good. Too bad you're leaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> real quick, I'm Jeremy Henderson, communications and marketing specialist in the College of Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. And uh, the man across from me, as always, is the director of said office, Austin Phillips. And I uh, tell you what, you ever see the peanut butter solution? No, the movie about the kid whose hair keeps growing. I tell you what, you got the haircut last time, oh, but it looks like hey, it's already I'm talking back. About, this thing's like cuts it. Uh, that's what you, I'm talking you cut about. it back and the next day. It's it, just, I mean, it looks it looks like it's like I uh, said, the lady that cut my hair for the longest. I always used to say a gnat could suffocate in that thing. <laughs> and she was right. She was right. <laughs> yeah, I don't have like much it. going for me, but this thing it's still standing, <sighs> still strong. Well, me and Harry over here joined are <laughs> joined. By Steve Duke. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. I'm going to get this right. The Associate Dean for Academics. Uh, outgoing, though. Gone. I, th- I think gone. he's gone. Gone. Yeah. Gone. 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 Okay, former. <laughs> former Assistant Dean. Hey, he was so good at it. They don't even have the position anymore. That You know, I like, thought They just thinking. discontinued it. Yeah. yeah had to, I mean, had it, to rename it. <laughs> no point. <laughs> also, though, an associate professor. Now, now, see, you. We, we knew this was coming probably a few months back. And then also there was a pandemic that started. you started hearing about around that time. My question to you is, out of the gate, what did you know and when? <laughs> <laughs> what made you want to jump hey, ship? And, and conveniently, Bob Carter, exactly. our assistant dean uh-huh. of student uh-huh. services uh-huh. that works directly. Yeah, I yeah. might do a uh, FOA yeah. uh, request and uh, see what we can get some emails, see what y'all knew. But uh, anyway, thanks for joining us here and uh, going to be uh, glad to hear about your uh, your past, your present, your future. That's it. That's it. And then the uh, the college. So uh, how are things? Things are great. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're real good now, aren't they, Steve? I moved back into Ross Hall today. <laughs> really? Oh, did you really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've been seeing I've been seeing you move your stuff out of your office. So mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. it, you are mm-hmm. you are there, there there. Well, talk about your uh, talk about this decision. Um, why now? Why why are you stepping back to go into the classroom? Uh, and you you've been in this role for associate dean for academics for seven years. seven years. So mm-hmm. um, why, why are you making the decision to go back to the classroom? Sure. Um, so I came here seven years ago to work with Dean Roberts. Um, because he had come maybe two years before to be the dean, and he came out of chemical engineering. So we had worked together for probably at that time 18 or 19 years. And so when he wanted to come here to be the dean, um, he, he uh, the brought me along boys. with him yeah, uh, to, for the academics and particularly for my um, 
expertise, I guess, in uh, undergraduate education, teaching students. And, and uh, so anyway, so I came here seven years ago. I think I kind of said I would like to do this for about five years. And then so here I am seven years later. But I do. I want to get back to the classroom. I want to get back into my lab. Um, working a little more directly with the students. So that that's what I'm looking forward to. Talk about what you do in your lab and what your research interests are. Sure. Um, uh, my research interests I'm in fluid mechanics and mass transfer is kind of the areas that I work in associated with a lot of different problems. And actually, Dean Roberts and I had a couple of PhD students together looking at making um, particles for inhalers. So I, he's a thermodynamicist, I'm a fluid mechanicist and mass transfer, and so we looked at how particles form in a supercritical fluid uh, to make spheres of the size exactly that you want for pulmonary drug delivery so that they'd go the right place in the lungs. So that's one area. Another area is the fluid mechanics and mass transfer related to combustion, uh, particularly for alternative fuels, so alternatives to coal. Um, and so how does wood... Uh, ground up Katrina debris we worked on for a while and different things. How do those burn uh, compared to coal uh, in different situations? Katrina so debris? Mm-hmm. That, yeah. It's just sourcing the wood well, from the uh, Amazingly, yeah, there's uh, still Katrina debris. But, uh, yeah. Well, and this would be a good time to uh, mention that my father was a coal miner for about 40 40- years and my grandfather for about 40 years before that so mm-hmm. yeah yeah we need it, it better do. burn it better yeah. burn well uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly well uh, that, that's on the research side mm-hmm. on the academic side um i'm not going to answer this question for you but i would assume it is one of the the best accomplishments one of the best achievements uh during your tenure but we we built the student achievement center mm-hmm. um and you played a vital part in that touring mm-hmm. the country just talk about what that whole experience was i know we joke that there's not a a tile a, a piece of that building that you don't know exactly mm-hmm. where it is mm-hmm. exactly what why it's there in fact them going straight from here to an, another brown couple punch list meeting all right uh, all right so, those are those are real fun mm-hmm. you've been you've <laughs> yeah, been, I've been a couple of those. um but we knew we needed uh, so probably when for years, we've known we needed some kind of building uh, that was would serve as a central place for the students to gather. We have our discipline buildings, chemical, mechanical, et cetera, but we don't have like a, a central building. And uh, we do have the Shelby Center, which is an amazing uh, facility as well. But it doesn't mm. really have any hangout spaces <laughs> for students. And uh, it, and it's. Um, uh, it, anyway, it doesn't have what I would call uh, gathering places for the students. And so we knew we needed somewhere like that. We also knew we needed somewhere where, like, if we wanted – if a company had com- comes here and they want to have an interaction, informal interaction with the students, there was no – you know, where would we put them? Maybe over an aerospace, then we could put them here. We could put them other places, but they wouldn't be able to get to see all the students. And so we knew we needed a central place for the students. So uh, that was a vision of, of ours. Um, uh, Dean Roberts, of course – um, years ago, and we thought we could formulate some ideas for this and then go and look for money for it, <laughs> for donors. And uh, as you know, almost the reverse happened. Just the very first uh, discussion or description of it led the Browns to make their gift. And so we went from spending a couple of years to come up with this, you know, the ideas about this to, hey, here's the funds, and I want it built in, we'd like it built yeah. in four years. <laughs> yeah, we had four years, I think, from the day. Uh, so that was really exciting. And so, yeah, we worked with uh, student focus groups, the alumni groups, um, faculty, uh, staff to f- figure out what would be, we should put in that building, what it should look like. 
um, what would uh, really serve the students well. And so that was very exciting to do that. We all worked a lot with the Engineering Student Council and the Cupola uh, ambassadors uh, for a lot of student input, Young Alumni Council, uh, big count the council um, alumni engineering alumni council, uh, and then also with the departments, the faculty again, and the staff and the students, and so to figure out what would we like in the building. Um, we uh, and then I, I feel like we have achieved what we set out to do. Uh, surprisingly, uh, the building, you know, until March was totally full continuously almost any time you went in that building you know all the everything that was in the building so just to briefly describe what we were able to put in there we started the basement of the building would be where we have maker space we have student um, study areas that are fairly big and open like for groups of six and eight uh, we have a computer clusters that are down there and we have a classroom then we go to the middle floor and behind uh, there's a beautiful atrium and lobby and a welcome desk. We've never had a welcome desk for the College of Engineering. Now we have a welcome desk to welcome you in the College of Engineering. And then behind that and behind glass so that everybody can see what's going on is our recruiting uh, and scholarship offices, our academics, uh, I mean, our student services where we have academic advising and then we have a tutoring center. Then we have our academic excellence uh, program for underrepresented students. And then we have our um, career development uh, program. Uh, career development and corporate engagement group. And again, that group didn't even exist right. um, before the building uh, was built. And Great so, bathrooms down there, too. Right? And, and on both ends. <laughs> on both ends. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's something out. I always thought of Shelby. I think we yeah. needed a couple yeah. more. Yeah. And that's a double meaning, too. Yeah. 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 I, I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the top floor has two larger classrooms and then the grand halls uh, where we can host events, everything from speakers uh, you know, world renowned speakers to student groups like Engineers Out Borders, um, to, uh, uh, recruiting events and things like that. So, um, and, um, so yeah. Yeah. And y'all, and y'all had a group that traveled around the United States too to, to look at. Yeah. So we had a steering committee, five person steering committee. We went and looked at probably 10 different, you know, institutions that had either recently built a very similar facility or they were in the process of building that. And so that was really useful and right. helpful. Um, well, so we spend these years working on this facility that's intended to bring students together um, in a hands-on environment, close, and then all of a sudden we have a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so now we're having to rethink how are we going to do this in the short time. And and, I, and I'm a firm, firm believer things are going to be different for a while, but we're we're a nation of people that get close together, mm-hmm. and especially in the South, we you know we we like to be close together. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to do that? What What is that going to look like as we go into, you know, we just got the announcement today that the second half of the summer is going to be open. doesn't affect us as much, but the f- facilities will be open. So as we go into the fall, what what does that look like of a student achievement center, of a, a place mm-hmm. that's built to bring everybody close, but mm-hmm. now we're going to need to keep a little right. bit yeah, of social that, responsible right. distance? Uh, great question. <laughs> and we're still working on that right now. <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, you know, some of the main. Well, you're out, right? I mean, you don't have to function. <laughs> that, was part, that was part of it. You just yeah. got to read the emails and, and go with the flow. <laughs> just say, Jeff, no, take care no, of this. No. Uh-uh. Uh, I'm still here through the summer. Okay. Uh, you know, as whatever ad hoc associate <laughs> dean. I don't know. But um, the uh, what will. Well, yeah. So that building was built with 44 
small little rooms for teams of four to meet, right. uh, you know, and then and a hands-on maker space, uh, you know, so and, and then, of course, the classrooms and gathering spaces and et cetera. So, um, you know, the very things that it was designed to do are the things that are most affected. But um, I think just like with everything else, we'll, we're figuring out you know, what's the um, appropriate number of people, uh, how do we appropriately have the distancing, et cetera. Um, but I, I, I definitely think, um, you know, probably some of the teaming activities uh, will not take place in those small rooms anymore. Um, so they'll either, you know, be in another location or we'll encourage some of those to be done remotely. Um, but no, we're still figuring out ways, yeah, to – yeah, and just and just hearing some of those have, mm-hmm. and hearing some of those conversations of uh, what the good thing is how well this building was built. Uh, I know you played a big part of uh, helping in mail and the way the instruction is in in the mail classroom building. That here we have all this outstanding technology now. So the ideas that are being thrown around of how we're going to use these spaces for okay maybe another instructional use of where we can use some of these spaces to be satellites for other, you know, just all, all ideas on the table. That's right. Well, I mean, like one instance is the, you know, the grand halls. Right, right. Okay, so those are big wide open spaces that are designed to hold five or 600 people for an event. And so we will now likely use those. Uh, we've, uh, for some classes, we might use them for a testing center. Or we might use them for, um, uh, yeah, but, I mean, you know, just be able to repurpose that. Right. Uh, we could think about that in the makerspace too, because that's a very large very space large as space, well. Right. So, and then of course the the two classrooms upstairs are 102 seat classrooms, so that will reduce the right. the number of students that are in there. But so that still makes them good sizable spaces. But yeah, awesome. Once uh, things mm-hmm. get back to normal, and you're back in the lab over there in Ross, back mm-hmm. in the general population, mm-hmm. you think the colleagues are going to kind of look at you a little differently? Kind of like, oh, you're back. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Like, oh, nice not, of you to join yeah, us. Not so big now. Right. Like, I mean, what do yeah. you think? <laughs> yeah. How do you think that's going to be? Have you thought uh, about that? N- yeah, I've thought about it. I've been welcomed back. You know, by everybody. So, sure. uh, after your face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At least by email. email at least, yeah. 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 So, Not to your face. That's right. Uh, 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 yeah. I was just wondering how, I mean, how is it? it uh, have you thought about that? Just mm-hmm. like what it, you know, yeah. what it No, be. I've thought about it and I'm very excited to get, things have changed to get back there. It is, it has changed Different actually uh, in getting the office that I got assigned. It was brought to my attention, I think, on the second in. Uh, seniority now in the department. Oh, mm-hmm. I think okay. Tatterchuck's the only one. What's the, the size not, of office compared to the year old one? Uh, oh, it's it's nice. Mm-hmm. It's is okay. it bigger? It's no, it's not bigger. Oh, okay, no. I was about no, to no, say, no, no. What, what do y'all got going on over oh, no. in Ross? No, uh, it's not. No, I can't put a cool table over to the side okay. and things like that. You still like got room show, for your Bolivia so, uh, paraphernalia? Yeah, I'm bringing all the Bolivia stuff with right, me. Yeah. So, so yeah. Bolivia, what are we talking about? So, Dr. Dr. Duke, just like Dr. Karcher oh, and Jim, oh, oh, yeah, oh, you know, he, he went on. Nick, that's not okay. No, he, he's been on the trips. Um, <laughs> he's been on the trips. Uh, how many times have you gone? Um... Six maybe. And have you, did you ever do I Rwanda? Started the, um, you only did mm-hmm. Bolivia. I was the you know whatever founding advisor for the group, and so um, that would have been now thirteen years ago, Can maybe fourteen. Done. I don't know. But anyway, I mean you know the group existed for two years before we went on the first trip because like uh, there was a core group of fifteen students that kind of really got it going, and then uh, first set of officers that took 
for a year to help us get you know established and then i think the probably the third year is uh, we well, during that second year we picked the location we looked at several different ones uh interestingly there were some engineers from auburn who were already working in case in puka bolivia which is where we ended up working on a bridge there for scott bridge company and through auburn methodist church and uh so we you know they, we already had some connections in that area and so that's what led us to that and we're still working in that region, Case and Puko. But yeah, probably the f- yeah, I went on the first four, five, six. Can't remember. Go on, and part of these trips, part of your role uh, here, you know, you really get in contact with a lot of alumni, and of course, you're knowing the students they graduate, so then you know they're coming back. Um, but you make really good relationships. I, Melissa Hurt is a mm-hmm. good friend of you. So talk about y'all's relationship. Yeah, actually, that's uh, engineers at borders related, right? Yeah. So her uh, niece. Um, Whitney Brown was uh, was a chemical engineer uh, here, and so she it was her senior year and or between her junior and senior year, and she decided to go on the Bolivia trip. Or she was part of Engineers Out Waters. Um, I met Melissa. Melissa was with her at an event here in Shelby, and I'm sure I should remember what the event was. Probably our scholarship I, event. That would be a good guess. Anyway, um, and after the event, Whitney wanted to introduce us, so I met her, and she said, well, you know, Melissa Herc said, she goes, well, you know, I'm retiring from Emerson, and um, and she had worked with Emerson in South America, and said, uh, and I, I said, oh, you're retiring, you ought to go, I'm, I'm looking for an alumni to go on the trip. And she goes, oh, I could probably go on the trip with you, and I can't remember how worded it was, something like, don't, if that's a threat, you're going to, you know, I'm calling you, and uh, anyway, we did, anyway, she ended up going to be with her niece and then um you know just we had a great experience uh we ended up our one of the um ngo members that was supposed to go with us got sick so she had to do a lot of the spanish translation while we were there which was really interesting but uh and um so that really let her get to know the whole community and not be she definitely was not a bystander she was immediately thrown into the whole Thing, both as a translator and as a, an engineer uh, there. So anyway, so yeah, we established a good friendship there and um, came back and she's gone now a couple more times, but uh, we established a friendship. Um, we, my daughter uh, had uh, graduated and she was not in the house. Anymore. No, she was here. She's here as a, a student. But anyway, Melissa stayed in her room when she came to town. So that's how we got to know her as well. And like she had her own key to our house. And let her in. <laughs> anyway, and uh, so we got to know her really well. And then now she's moved here. And so um, and in fact, tomorrow we're uh, going uh, for a week vacation. And she's, you know, it's me and her and Robin and we're hitting the beach. So well, beat really, Fort Morgan. Okay, good. Anyway. Well, talking about family, you know, mm-hmm. Doctor Duke believes in engineering so much that he made his whole family be an engineer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're one of those kind of guys. Uh-huh. So okay. you, you and Robin meet in mm-hmm. school. So mm-mm, no, not in I, school. Okay. I, so I went uh, to Georgia Tech. Yeah, here we go, Jeremy. Uh-huh. In case you didn't Robin know, this. went to uh, University of Nevada at Reno. But oh, that's chemical right. Engineers. That's right, because she went yeah. out there on the trip. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. And then we met at ExxonMobil in Houston. Oh, we were both we Exxon at the time. but like it, a we gas were station or something? Or? No, it was in an <laughs> oil refinery. Oh. It's really romantic. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hard hat, steel-toed boots, <laughs> mm-hmm. it, you know, up on top of a reactor in the middle of Houston. <laughs> yeah. It, it just, we, anyway. So, yeah. So, we got, yeah. So there you go. She's a chemical engineer. She teaches chemistry here now at Auburn High School. We have two kids 
Um, our uh, daughter Kate uh, is a chemical engineer. Um, she was in Cupola, really involved Man. with the Cupola mm-hmm. ambassadors here, and um, she's a chemical engineer. Works for Exxon Mobil. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> and then our son, he so she graduated a couple oh, years, four years ago, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Anyway, and then our son graduated two years ago. Bram is his name. Her name's Kate, and uh, he's a chemical engineer. Good grief. Uh-huh. And he works with Rovasis, which is a process control and consulting company. How many pets? So, <laughs> no, now my daughter got married. He's not a pet. Spike, the chemical engineering no. dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my daughter got married to here, uh, yeah, another chemical engineer from here. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I forgot about this. Uh-huh. Is uh-huh. Up, JK, JK, was yeah. at, JK was at the wedding. I, yeah. I saw the pictures. Yeah. Yeah. What, what are you going to miss the most about Shelby? Coming in here every day and bumping into besides marketing y'all, besides the communications besides and marketing us. staff, hmm, that'd be the first thing that came to my mind. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, no, I mean Shelby's amazing, gorgeous complex. I mean, you know, people, it 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 is very um, collegiate feeling, you know. People prom pictures, formal pictures, everybody takes oh, the portraits in the here. Hall. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. But anyway, no. It's, <laughs> Uh, no, and uh, I mean, but I mean, same thing with everything. No, and we just made a joke about it. But I will miss the people that I've been working with here. Right. You know, I mean, there is great people here in the college. Mm-hmm. There's great people in Ross Hall too. I'm looking forward to that as well. But you know, there's just a lot of people that uh, have similar ethics, values, work ethics, whatever you want to call it. Uh, definitely dedicated to helping students. Um, you know, and, and there's some amazing engineers around here. So now it's just. Do you right. have the quote on Ross? Do you have that committed to memory? No, uh, I don't. You know, because what is that room? forces and Yeah, I, I don't. And, but there, you know, there's this. Well, I forgot what they're, when they stop the tour groups, you know, in front of Ross Hall. And they say, if you take, a, I think they said fluid mechanics. And you walk in on your first day and you can quote this to the fa- to the instructor. Then you'll get an automatic A in the course. And I was actually teaching that course. <laughs> <laughs> that and I thought, hmm, that's funny. If somebody walks in here and says that to me, I'll say, oh, congratulations. You. Sit down. Four start score and seven that. years yeah. ago, A plus. That's right. Oh, congratulations. Here's an extra homework problem for you. <laughs> yeah. but, well, yeah. I must say that you, um, aside from just – uh, friends, you know you're you're definitely going to be missed in that role. Uh, I know Jeff will do great things mm-hmm. in that role. Uh, again, I don't think we clarified that at the start, so it'll be a new role that will be associate dean of undergraduate studies and program assessment, mm-hmm. which uh, Dr. Fergus Jeff Fergus Jeff has Fergus. been in the graduate studies role and program assessment. You know, plays a real big role um, with, with all of our accreditation. So he's going to be over in that role. And then we've announced that Maria Wad, uh, chemical engineering, mm-hmm. um, that she will be our new associate dean. She for your hands, too. Crikey. She will. Yeah. Um, but associate dean of graduate studies and faculty development. Correct. So that's a new role that we'll have as well. Because uh, we, we've had, what, 200 uh, new faculty members in the last you know, four or five years. Yeah. Um, so that that's something that we were needing to address. And so yeah. She'll, and she'll so when on. I um, – announced or whatever said that i was going to go back to the faculty um we did it did give us a chance and then dr karcher bob karcher who i know was right. on the i heard his yep. 
beginning the old part the mm-hmm. cart pusher <laughs> yes that was it um anyway uh when he announced uh you know the, his retirement too it let us re look at now you know how the dean's office is organized right. and um things have changed over time and and one of the things we saw that we didn't have a point person on was uh faculty development and so we wanted to make sure that was uh, in somebody's title but really so that you know we knew who um uh, you know, we and everybody just like everything, everybody contributes. We really work as a team in that office, uh, in the dean's office, and of course also with the other faculty. But to have some person on point for that, just like we have some person on point for the accreditation, right. uh, um, you know, for the uh, continuous improvement. Um, so, yeah. Well, don't be a stranger. Come see us. Oh well. Oh well. Thanks so much, Dave. It's been great. War Eagle. War Eagle. War Eagle.